Hello, hello, my darling friend. Welcome to Dreamwinder Manor, a playground for conscious artists. Here, we use the power of storytelling to open you to your limitless creativity and to help you design a life experience beyond your wildest dreams. So, if you're ready, come on in, let's play. Hello, hello. This is Nicole Beamer, author, alchemist, and host of the Dreamwinder podcast. And this, my friend, my beautiful, darling artist, is episode one of the podcast. I am so excited to have you here for this origin episode because we're going to get into it. All the nuts and bolts. We're going to get down, we're going to get dirty so that you are fully primed on what to expect from the show going forward. What is this podcast going to look like this season? What's the format? And more importantly, what's the freaking point, right? Like what is the purpose of the Dream Wonder podcast, the foundational aspect of all the episodes? What are we doing here? So before I dive into the essentials, I want to welcome you officially. Thank you so much for listening. I am so pleased to connect with you, to have you here with me, following along and enjoying yourself. And that, my friend, is actually the point of the podcast, to enjoy yourself, to enjoy yourself. I want you to sit with that for a moment. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, place your hands on your heart, now repeat after me. I am here to enjoy myself. I am here to enjoy myself. Notice how I practice the pause in that little declaration. Why? Because enjoying yourself is what I'm going for here. That is full self-enjoyment. My goal in life is to encourage every artist to fall madly in love with themselves. So this is a podcast dedicated to your gorgeous creativity, the brilliance that is constantly spilling through you. This is your authentic self, and I truly am here to honor it fully and completely, to celebrate and praise it. And best of all, I'm here to provide curated episodes that allow you to become the conscious observer of your inner genius. How? Well, every month I will deliver two podcast episodes that focus on the universal archetypes. So wait, hold the phone. What the heck is a universal archetype? Universal archetypes are virile energies that dwell within you. Things like love, beauty, joy, courage, strength, peace, and so on. These aspects are part of your inherent source code. 
they're the different faces of your inner genius and they're a hundred percent innate, always available, forever at hand. As a conscious creator, you are always working with the archetypes to mold your reality. So for example, let's say, let's say you dream about having a deep and passionate relationship with someone, a loving partnership. Maybe you want to get married, or maybe you simply want to connect with someone who is truly amazing. Now, as a master manifester, as a conscious creator, you know that this desire is actually a done deal. It's something that lives within you. It's available to you now, in this moment. Fixate your consciousness on the fact that you are already loved. This archetypal energy belongs to you. And as you recognize yourself as presently lovable, beloved, cherished, etc., your inner genius, that is your God self, your higher self, the universe, however you prefer to look at it, winds that loving reality into form. So because you're recognizing yourself as presently lovable, beloved, cherished, as we said before, every relationship, family, friendships, work colleagues, uh, acquaintances, uh, random strangers, and you guessed it, potential love interests will literally fall all over themselves to be in your presence. This is the beauty of archetypal manifestation. It saturates our consciousness, making us fully aware of how lovable, valued, and highly appreciated we are in this moment. And because your inner genius is always listening to you, it winds your dreams in ratio to what you say you are. So when you tell it that you are a beautiful, passionate man, woman, or person, and that great love is overflowing in your life, it instantly manifests as your reality because you're conscious of it. The moment you put your focus on the great love in your life, it's in your life. There is nothing else you need to do to go and get it. It's in your life. You now embody love. It's your reality. So enjoy it. <laughs> Notice the different ideas, thoughts, feelings, and sensual shifts that your inner genius delivers in accordance with this absolute truth and celebrate, dance a jig, right? Like have some fun. It's yours, it belongs to you. So the Dreamwinder podcast takes this natural alchemical expression that happens within you when you fixate on one of these archetypes, you really become conscious of its reality, the reality of it that lives within you. And you start to work with it. You start to love yourself, see yourself in this way. You are conditioning your consciousness to see yourself as lovable and therefore you are. That's just how it works. And so the podcast, it takes this natural alchemical expression and it emulates it, supporting your embodiment of the universal archetypes through a simple yet very powerful process, storytelling. Okay, remember when you were little and you would beg your mom, your dad, or your guardian to read you a story, or maybe you had a grandparent who was damn good at spinning yarns and always made you feel like you were there walking five miles to school next to them uphill in a raging snowstorm. Remember how it seemed as though you drifted into a different realm of consciousness as you listened? You became a part of the story. Suddenly, you were on that island with Max and the Wild Things, or running through the garden with the Velveteen Rabbit, or exploring Green Gables with Anne Shirley. Remember how good it felt to step into this other world? 
The imagination has a very particular effect. It feels good to dream because this is our true identity. We are all dreamers. It is something we share. If we took every aspect of who we are, every label, every so-called identifier, every piece of history, and stripped it away, what would remain? The dreamer. Amnesiacs have their entire concept of self wiped away, yet the ability to reimagine their lives remains. Imagination is the underpinning of life. It allows us to experience some pretty amazing things, tap limitless possibilities, and create phenomenal change. It is this beautiful gift that the Dreamwinder podcast will leverage. Through the immersive storytelling process, you will tap your imagination, you'll relax your mind, and open yourself fully to the archetypes that dwell within so you can nurture a clean, unblemished, unbiased connection with them. Now, this does require you to strip yourself down to your base foundation, to that place where the archetype is not yet fully fleshed out. In this state of pure imagination, You can move through the immersive story and give yourself a deeper, more profound experience of your authentic artistry. So remember, the archetypes are part of your inherent artistry. They want to work with you to develop life in a particular way. They are going to help you develop your creative consciousness in a particular way. So if you're working with love, then that's what you're going to develop your consciousness in. You're going to become conscious of how to create life through the lens and the body of love. And this is really my favorite part. It's combining the immersive storytelling with the alchemy by letting go of what I have been taught. So this is really how I go at this whole immersive storytelling process. I let go of what I've been taught about the archetypes. I let go of what I think I know about them. And I let them show me what they truly are and how they function through my role in the story. So at the heart of every story is, oh, there's always a character, an individual who drives the plot forward, giving it meaning and purpose. There is no story without this character. They are the lifeblood, the breath, the creative force behind it all. The story unfolds around them, reflecting the quality of their mind and their heart. And every character they encounter, every new setting, every conflict, climax, and resolution is wholly dictated by this character's values and beliefs, by who they are, by their personal journey. The entire story is simply a mirror of what lives inside that character. This is basic storytelling 101, folks. All of the elements in a story symbolize an aspect of the lead. So for instance, the best friend, maybe Samwise Gamgee, represents the lead Frodo's archetypal quality of friendship and support. We all have that within us, and that's what allows us to, what, manifest a friend and have a friendship. (laughs) The villain is the manifestation of the lead's inner struggles and conflicts. The villain appears so that the lead can deal with what's going on inside of them. It's always in the overcoming of the personal struggle within that the defeat of the villain takes place. So it's really interesting where we look at storytelling in this way and we see, oh, this is always about energy, always. It's pretty dope. I love it. The mentor represents the lead's natural wisdom and knowing. So every person, situation, and law in a story is an expression of that main character's inner archetypal nature. 
And as these elements manifest, the character is able to experience and understand their unique artistry at a deeper level because they get to engage with this aspect of themselves. It is so cool. I love it. <laughs> so we get to do the exact same thing in our world. We are doing the, the same thing all the time. And it's such a privilege. So all of this serves as the root of the Dreamwinder's immersive storytelling formula. As I mentioned earlier, each month I will drop two podcast episodes that will focus on an archetype. The initial archetype that we will illuminate is fame. And with that said, the first monthly episode will contain an immersive story that encourages your embodiment of fame. And I do this in several ways. First, the main character in the story will always be the personification of the archetype. As a result, all of the supporting characters, the plot points, settings, etc., will take shape around that person. So remember, basic storytelling 101, every element of the story mirrors the lead. And since the lead is fame, well, you get the picture. Next, oh, wait. Did I mention that you are the main character? That's right. All of my stories are written in second person. This allows you to immerse yourself fully in the storyline and personify fame. By becoming the main character, you are actually making a declaration. You're saying to yourself in the universe, I am fame. I am famous. I am a reputable character, a reputable figure. I am celebrated. I am fame. This is what becoming the main character symbolizes. And of course, from there, you will interact with the different characters and you'll recognize how this particular archetype reveals itself in different situations. So for example, if you happen to be like speaking with a dear friend in the story, you are given the opportunity to become conscious of how your inner genius conceives of fame in this area of your life. So you'll really notice how it feels to be with your friend, how they behave, how they speak to you, the way they look at you, and so on. And then you'll also get deeper insight into how you feel about yourself in relationships. This is key, right? Because you're recognizing how you're reputable in your relationships. And this gives you a really, really big opportunity to get clear on yourself and celebrate yourself. Why does this matter? Because your inner genius is your true self. So through the story, it hands you a conscious rendering of what fame means and how it manifests through you. It's showing you how you are already famous, how you are reputable in all of your relationships. This is how your inner genius views its prestigious self. So when you finish the story, you'll walk away with a blueprint for your authentic expression of fame. You will be fully conscious of it as you have revealed its presence within you through the immersive storyline. And once you're conscious of your own fame, it's done. The inner genius, aka the universe, has shown you that you are already famous. And now all you have to do is enjoy and be grateful for your amazing notoriety. Okay, next, these stories are also highly hypnotic and meditative. I deliver them in this way to relax you into yourself and open your subconscious to the archetypes within. This allows you to perceive them with love and it makes the journey more pleasurable. 
A tranquil mind can maneuver through the plot with more ease and flexibility, and that is a very powerful thing. Last, but certainly not least, these stories contain sensual stimuli. This is a very important aspect of immersion. By using emotional and sensual cues and by including some pretty righteous audio elements that amplify the adventure, you'll lose yourself more fully to the story, much like you did when you were a child. You'll move into the alpha state and tap your limitless imagination. And this in turn broadens the mind and allows you to embody and experience fame in new ways. So you'll really start to get a more third dimensional idea of what fame is, how it comes into form through you, this conscious rendering that you can explore and take away deep information about fame and how it serves you in your life, how it is actually in manifestation and coming into manifestation in your life now. And simply by being conscious of this, you will start to see it more and more as you move through life. So the immersive story, the whole goal of it is to honor your inner genius and all of the crazy, amazing ways it shows up for you. <laughs> so sometimes these ways are buried behind layers of distraction, like those fixed labels. And this process strips everything down to the conceptual archetype, allowing you to concentrate and direct your focus on the burgeoning energy that is already alive and well inside of you. It's really fantastic. And the whole point of self-enjoyment, you're in love with yourself and your inner genius. You're in love with how your inner genius authentically creates. All you're ever doing is nurturing it, praising it, giving it deep affection. You're giving it light. You're illuminating all the beautiful things that it's doing for you. So this is really what I'm going for here, encouraging you to be fully conscious of your effortless artistic nature and to love the crap out of it because... Well, the more you love it, the broader and more fantastic it becomes. You aren't resisting it. You're allowing it to live and breathe and flow. You become highly comfortable with it. And you find yourself saying, hell yeah, this is who I am. And it grows bigger and bolder because you approve of it. That's evolution, right? Like when we give ourselves to our creative nature, we give ourselves to the artistry inside of us that's just infinite and unstoppable when we accept it with love and joy and gratitude. Yeah, we are fully present in this energy. It's constantly moving through us and we're fucking grateful for it. We have massive gratitude. We're like, holy crap, I appreciate this. I truly appreciate this energy that's spilling through me in this really authentic way. Yeah, it's freaking weird. It's super counterintuitive and bizarre, but damn, does it feel good? And you know what? I'm in love with it. Why is it bizarre? What am I comparing it to? <laughs> Something that's supposed to be normal? How about I just let go of all of that? How about this is normal? This weirdness, this innovation, this strange ass way of showing up is normal and it's awesome. Damn, I feel good. I feel so good leaning in and loving. So when you give yourself to the odd ways that your inner genius creates with the archetypes, it becomes a natural part of how you live. You stop bouncing your ideas off of what's allegedly normal and you just surrender to what's normal for you. 
You learn what's available to you by living in alignment with your natural way of being. This quote-unquote bizarre perception, right? (laughs) So that's what our inner genius is always calling us to do because this is where true conscious evolution takes place. By giving ourselves to the weird shit that doesn't seem to correlate with what's happening in the circumstances going on around us, that's how we innovate. It's maverick energy. The inner genius isn't ever thinking like everyone else. It's the superconscious. So it's infinitely intelligent and it knows way more than we ever could. And that's okay. It's not our job to know everything. The only thing we have to know is that our higher consciousness has it handled. It will deliver the life of our dreams. And you may have heard that gratitude is where it's at when it comes to creating new life experiences. And it's so true. You gotta be grateful for this new authentic expression because it is there. Obviously it's there, you're conscious of it, but maybe it hasn't physically manifested in your sphere yet and that's creating some uncertainty. The physical manifestation is is never really the point. The point is who you are consciously being. That is what actually reshapes your life. And also it's what allows it to stick, to become a sustainable truth because it's your consistent state of mind So getting back to what we were talking about earlier, it's your normal. Having gratitude for being famous or loved or courageous is always key. You can't be grateful for something that doesn't benefit you and play a part in your life in some way. So when you're grateful for being famous, even if that fame has not yet physically manifested at the level you would like it to, you give thanks for having it. You know it's done and your gratitude and praise actually activates the physical demonstration of fame at a higher level. Because when you're grateful for something, when you truly have appreciation for it, it exists. The thing is now a tangible element in your consciousness and your mind treats it as such, ultimately creating a heightened level of fame in your physical world. And this is what I am calling you to do within yourself. Recognize this authentic voice that's drawing you into a new experience of life and know that this is real and start to cultivate gratitude around it. Gratitude will always be a big part of the second monthly episode that I deliver And I do this because I really want to give you something that will serve as an expansion of that initial storyline. It will include a fun practice or exercise that amplifies your relationship with yourself as the archetype. It will center around self-love, conviction, and thanks, thereby sealing the deal, so to speak, within yourself and allowing you to have that deep knowing that your dreams have been fully wound. They are firing on all cylinders inside of you, in your brain, your nervous system, and how you emanate. Your whole self is fully engaged in making love to the archetype. (sighs) So that's the gig. And all of this, this whole alchemical storyline and the archetypal immersion is something that I discovered in a couple of places. So now a little bit of a background, how I came to start working with the archetypes. I discovered this whole archetypal madness (laughs) when I was coaching clients in spiritual alchemy. The one thing that I kept seeing over and over again was my client's obsession with channeled meditations. A lot of times we'd be working on something and I get this impulse to walk them through a meditation off the cuff. And every time they would light up My clients absolutely loved moving through the meditations and doing these energy work processes that allowed them to reveal the deeper aspects of themselves, their authentic self, and their superconscious, and that is why they loved doing them. It provided this outlet 
to get in touch with their true self, to enjoy their inner genius. So they were so ready to just drop whatever they were doing and hop into it, right? Let's go. Yes, I'm down. (laughs) Now, the other place that I noticed this was in my writing. So full disclosure, I used to be a big fan fiction writer. Yep, nerdy little fanfic author here, proud as hell. But when I wrote fan fiction, I would always go all in with my work, get super emotional, very sensual, and my readers were always like, oh my god, I love this. So I wrote fan fiction for Harry Potter, but I also wrote fan fiction, <laughs> my god, I cannot believe I'm going to freaking admit this, I wrote fan fiction for Degrassi, <laughs> Twas my guilty pleasure back in the day. And there was one couple in particular that I fell in love with in the show, and I wrote fan fiction about them. And they were a very popular couple in the fandom. Now, keep in mind, this isn't a huge fandom by any means, but my stories exploded. People were on Twitter tweeting about my stories, posting them to Tubler. Yep, totally outing my age here. And these kids were writing me reviews that were like five to six paragraphs long. It was kind of crazy. I was a little shocked. But here's the thing. The attraction was love. Everything I wrote was from the heart. I was moving from the inner genius, letting it spill through me, and these kids were responding to it. I noticed that they wanted it, wanted this deep abiding connection, and that's really what my story was about. And yes, it was a romance, but there was this divine aspect to it that they really loved. They were like, ooh, I love this. I love it. I want this in my life. I would often get private messages from them talking to me about my story. I'd get reviews where people were like, I can't stop thinking about this fanfic. And I even had several people tell me they would dream about it. And that really struck me. I was like, okay, there is something here. If people are dreaming about it, I'm doing something. What's going on here? (laughs) So I don't think the story itself had anything to do with this unique mesmerism. I believe it was my love affair with my inner genius that spoke to them. They saw me showing up in this really loving way, spilling my guts, speaking my truth, and giving them full access to my heart, and it touched them. It was a pure soul response. Here I am in my 30s writing about Degrassi, and these kids, they just loved it. They loved it and had so much fun with all of my stories. I had so much fun writing for them too. I did some giveaways where I challenged them to figure out symbolism in the story and I would write a special one shot for whoever won. And that was such a blast. And I ended up writing a Halloween shorty for the winner and it was gold. Again, I had people messaging me being like, okay, I'm only halfway through this and it is already the greatest story ever told. (laughs) Now, this is not me tooting my own horn. Was it great to have praise? Absolutely. Was the story a good one? You bet. There were aspects to it that were beyond clever, and it actually contained a really deep moral, using the costumes as a means of encouraging my readers to always be true to themselves. Gee, imagine that. But the best part about the story was, it was fun. The archetype of fun, of playfulness, drew them in like a magnet. It immersed them fully into the story, and for 15 or so minutes... They were off in another world, having a blast with all of the different characters. And there were a ton of characters because everyone essentially turned into their costume except for the main trio. The energy of the story spoke to them. And that is what they would always highlight in their reviews and in their private messages. For me, I thought it was great. 
And it felt so wonderful to inspire such a beautiful response in these kids to recognize that I had the ability to support them in feeling that playfulness at a really deep level. And that is when I realized that I had a gift and that I would use that gift to help my fellow artists know themselves, love themselves, honor themselves, explore themselves. And that is what I'm going for here with this podcast. Self-enjoyment, baby, really aligning you with your authentic self, with your inner genius, the truth of you that I see in you, I know in you, and I love in you. So my friend, if you are ready to commence in a full-on love affair with your natural artistry, all the beautiful archetypes that dwell within you. I call you to hang with me here at the Dreamwinder podcast. Subscribe and you'll see that official first episode drop in a couple of weeks. Wishing you the very best in your artistic pursuits and in your life. Bye-bye. Thanks for hanging with me here at the Dreamwinder podcast. I hope you had fun and look forward to seeing you again very soon. Be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when that next episode drops. Also, follow me on Substack to get behind the scenes, sneak peeks of upcoming episodes and my current creative projects. You'll find the link to my publication, Dreamwinder Manor, in the caption, along with my Instagram if you'd like to follow me on social too.